0: Yeah. Well, I know you and I ain't talked too much, you know. Yeah.
1: But I figure you've no. been around a lot, so you could oh, shoot, that's why they call me the wizard. I got i that I got a I got a things you things got you down? Yeah. Yeah. It happens to the best of me. Yeah, it got me real down, real. I just want to go out and, and, you know, like, really, really, really do something. Taxi-life, you mean? Yeah, well, nah, it's, I don't know. I just want to go out, I really, you know, I really want to, I got some bad ideas in my head. I just oh look, look at it this way. You know uh, A man, a man takes a job, you know. And that job, I mean, like that, you know, that becomes what he is. You know, like uh, you, know, you do a thing, and that's what you are. I mean, like I've been a, I've been a cabbie for seventeen years. You know? Ten years at night. I still don't own my own cab. You know why? Because I don't want to. I must be what I what I want. You know to be on a night shift, driving somebody else's cab. You understand? I mean, you, you you become you get a job, you you become the job. I mean, like one guy lives in Brooklyn. One guy lives in Sutton Place. You get a lawyer. Another guy's a doctor. Another guy dies. Another guy gets well. And you know, people are born. I envy you, your youth. Go on, get leave. Get drunk, you know, do anything. we got no choice, anyway. I mean, we're all fucked. More or less, you know? Yeah, I don't know. That's about the dumbest thing I ever heard.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. I am Nick the Rat, and this is Nick the Rat Radio. We're on episode three hundred and forty-one. Ah, opening of this here uh, beer is Brooklyn Lager with a uh, a lighter. Ow! It's not a cigarette lighter. It's a jointerette lighter. Thank you very much. Ow. Ah, fucking! They it... There we go. Cheers. It's Wednesday night, 11 p.m. Ah, oh, 11.10 for me right now. Uh, June, lovely month so far. The 29th, 2022. Cheers to 2022. You motherfucker.
0: Before that, I was drinking this here bullet
2: whiskey and I had it in this here cup, this tumbler, and the tumbler fucking tumbled, and spilt all over my keyboard here, and, um, looks like it still works, though, so we're good. I just lost a little bit of wh- it. I, don't worry. I drank most of it. Tonight's episode of Nick the Rat Radio is we're going to do whatever I want. I really don't care what happens on this show. This is, this is just me doing something, you know? There's the, I could change the structure completely. Instead of playing nine songs, I could play The Chase and take up three hours of your life. That's how you want to spend your life, listening to that. I've actually kind of stopped doing promotion of the show. I got to kick that up, you know, a little bit. I got to send out stuff to Florida soon and, uh... I just really don't care too much. I don't um uh, I just I love doing the show. I don't really care about uh trying to promote the show or any of that anymore. I used to I used to like put up little weekly uh little blurbs like, "Oh, this week we're going to talk about uh witch orgies. You know, which ones do you get invited to." Um uh, but lately I've just been uh, you know, I've just been Letting the scientists back here tell me exactly what to do. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, monsters tonight. Monsters. So if you're a young person, get the fuck out of here right now, okay? Because this is going to be a scary goddamn episode. Monsters. Now, there's going to be a, a, a certain monster, but... Well, we'll get to the certain monster, because that's... That's the tricky part. Finding what to talk about. I know, I'm, yeah, we're, I'm reading the notes now. Gee, okay, look, people get mad at you when you're not doing your job properly. But anyway, before I spilled the whiskey on this here keyboard, I was listening to, uh, Hog Story. Actually, I was listening to Hog Story the, the night before Tonight, I was listening to it last night, so I don't know if there was another new one since then. But uh, all I could say is it's very strange how much uh, John Fletcher loves Shia LaBeouf. He was giving him so much praise, he was like, Oh, that's Shia LaBeouf. Elon Musk is a great man, but that Shia is so much more cooler and handsomer and funnier and and caused so much more um good stuff. In the world. Like, Fletcher was saying, oh, Shia LaBeouf, he never hit me or flipped out in, in my house, in my kitchen, on, like, having a bad drug trip. He, he, he understands that that's just, you know, it's just a bad day. And, like, his life is public. He's a publicized character. Do you remember when he had, like, flags up and, and people on the internet were stealing flags from him? But, um, yeah, last episode of Hawk Story was great. It was, a um, very entertaining. Learned about uh pop star musicians, pyramids, and and how much
0: Fletcher just loves Shia LaBeouf. Cheers. Cheers to you, man.
2: tonight yeah episode
0: uh 341
2: um uh, also this uh Sunday I might I might uh get on the after the no agenda show with uh Carolyn Laney and John Fletcher and talk to people live might talk to, I might uh I might do that I gotta find out if I get Diana's stand in Diane are you gonna be able to um clean the bathroom for me because usually uh, Sundays, since they moved the show back I don't even know what time the show's on anymore the no agenda show but anyway, well we're we're talking about monsters tonight. The phone lines are over there. I don't think they're on just yet. But we're gonna wait Is Quirkus smoking? Hold on. Let me let me see if this little crazy bomb box works still. I shouldn't keep it near my face or my hands. I should be doing this with my toes. You know, I'd rather probably lose my feet than my hands. Like if a fucking vape was to blow up in my face i'd rather i'd rather lose a couple toes than a couple fingers sure i use my toes to eat carrots and yogurt
0: and mayonnaise but it's very hard to pick your nose with your toes Diane, from that
2: night we spent in Miami, you're such a rad boss. back to Nick the Rat. That was a great song right there. Uh, all the music you hear tonight can be found on SoundCloud under my likes. Uh, if you get anything from this show, you should... If this, all all this music's is com- completely free. It's a CC by 3.0. Um, just give credit to the artist. And, you know, if you got money, if you like any of the music, go to these people and uh, g- give it to them, I guess. I don't know. Or actually just say hi to them. You know, it's it's the internet became a very weird place. It's basically infested with bots. You never know. Okay, it's very easy to actually tell. Actually, no, it's not. It's not very easy to tell who is a bot or not or anymore. Or who is who? Like because uh, uh, Diane has people that actually sends out tweets on my Twitter account on Twitter slash Nick the Rat. I'm on Twitter. I'm also on Mastodon Nick the Rat. If you if you find Nick the Rat anywhere on the internet, it's usually me, unless it's the Wallace and Gromit character Nick the Rat. He probably existed before me too. I probably owe him so many royalties, but no, that's just my that's just my name is Nick the uh, and I'm, I'm a rat. And his his name is probably Nick, and he's a rat too. I don't think there's a lawsuit, so don't don't send people.
0: I don't I don't Wallace and Grommet up down in the sewer. Okay, Nick the Ratsky. I can't ski. I tried to ski once. It was it was a it was a nightmare. Twitter a little bit of the Twitter, the titter, twit 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 titty twitters a titty twister. Uh... Hi. Yeah, I drove. Uh, I drove drove up to Vermont once um,
2: in a van um with a with a group of my friends and they all skied before and I I'd, I'd never really skied that was like my first time skiing and they're all like pros and shit so I went there and I didn't know what I was doing I couldn't ski and then I tried to snowboard and that was the night I just I basically ran down the hill because um I don't know why I ran but somebody from the uh the top screamed oh my god a fucking rat's running down the hill with a fucking snowboard ah I think, what, what are we talking about here? Oh, we're talking about, we're talking about monsters. I think a modern, a modern day monster. That's Okay, this is not really the subject of the show, but either way, I'm just going to talk about it anyway. Because it's on my mind, okay? A modern day monster. Could It's basically personifying, um
0: something you don't like or something right that's like a monster now
2: now I think I think this there there's a monster that's modern day because like you know Freddy Krueger and Jason and uh fucking Michael Burnham these monsters of the modern day world they um they have like a physical form and you're scared of them because of what they could do to do to you but but why do they need a physical form like if there's a real monster that actually exists today in the modern world a monster today would be uh, like a fourth dimensional creature or even a two-dimensional or a a, a creature from a different dimension because anything from another dimension interacting with the third dimension which we are um, sort of uh, stuck in We are stuck in. There's nothing that we do that's outside of the third dimension or inside. Um, Light and photons and all that are questionable. But it seems like there's probably some three-dimensional action happening there.
0: But anyway, these, these merchants are using
2: a creature... A mercantile creature, a, a merchant slave, or are the merchant slave to the creature? But this monster that I'm that I was thinking about is is a, like an advertisement or some some bullshit. Like it's a um, something in another dimension that's that's going into our uh, our psyche. It, it figures out what's in our brain. We. We don't go around looking in each other's brains. We, we're interacting um, in, in a physical realm, but there's this place that that's being eaten away by these these, uh, um, mer- uh, liars. Basic. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining uh, a monster of the modern day world is something called a liar, and it's shaped like a guitar, and people used to play it back in the day. But anyway, if, if you want to call me at 917-719-5923 and tell me what the fuck the World Wide Web 3 is. I keep seeing, like, Web 3.0 coming up. What is what is that? If you know what Web 3.0 is, please call me at 917-719-5923. I think the phone line's working. Might not be. Fuck if I know. Uh, I'm not really. I'm just sitting here talking into a microphone with a gun to my head from some guy in a white lab coat back there. Web 2.0, if I remember, was just like CSS, CS2, CS, uh, uh, cascading style sheets. It was just like another uh, code, like a new form of code that tied in with HTML. Is that what, uh, that's what Web 2.0 was? Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love Adam Curry, but, uh, podcasting 2.0, it's just, um, it's an evolution of what it was unless you're doing like very like 2.0 point a C. Just, just it's just an, it's just the evolution of the first one it's the same thing i'm not i'm not even i'm i'm still talking about this web 3 though Then again i i guess i'm talking about podcasting 2.0 i'm talking about everything that has all these variation numbers after it like the the jump in technology is not really a jump in technology. It's it's the same thing, but in a package. And then these packages, that's where the packages come from. It's, it's podcasting. It's evolutionary. It's not revolutionary. Yeah, it's it's evolving. Ajax, it's code. It's code and where it runs, but it's all just, it's not... It's not really. It doesn't. Does it really deserve a a version number? Like people are using that as a a, a marketing term to advertise it. I think I'm against this this liar monster. I think uh, the liar monster is uh, scaring me. I actually would like to. Um. I will send Adam a an angry email to John at Dvorak dot com and ask him about. About this, but uh, looks like the phone lines are getting clogged up. There's too many people calling. Uh, Are there even voicemails here? Let's see if we can play a voicemail. That working?
0: Hey Jason, Um, what's what's the deal? Hello. Shit, the beep came in just in time he realized it or his phone line cut off. And I still had it on fucking speakerphone. Hope you hear me. Adios. I didn't hear shit. Diane, is the phone line working? 917-719-592.
2: 917-719-592. Let's listen to some music. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat Radio. And we're going to thank some people. Uh, we'll talk more about these monsters. And there's, there's more. There's a big conspiracy here. And it's summer. But soon it will be a winter contingency by a Welcome back, everybody, to New Threat Radio. We are going to thank some people now that have uh, donated to the show. Uh, it's we got uh, here. We got uh, got some physical mail sent to the PO Box nine zero five four nine Brooklyn, New York one one two zero nine. Let's see who what this is here. I got rat box. Uh let's see here. We got Sir Mike Roch PhD uh with forty-two cents. Thank you so much for the uh forty-two cents there. Diane here, cash that please. Thank you. Uh, thank you for that. We have um Um we got th- we gotta thank some other people here, like on Twitch. We have Quirkus resubbed with Prime. She's been suffering 22 months. This happened 22 months ago. You can go to NickTheRat.com and you could click on, um, you could click on donate or Twitch or something. You could click somewhere. I didn't toss the 42 cent check. I tossed the envelope it came in. I passed the check off to Diane.
0: Thank you, Quirkus, for that. See if I could up uh.
2: uh, we got a let's see seven days ago, I don't remember seeing this. Atlas Rand gaming resub for one month at tier one they've been subbed for two months thank you so much to all the people um doing the subbing on the on the on amazon primes for whatever reason or something we got the um uh, other donation area you could send donations to uh, uh, paypal through paypal uh if you go to nickthreat.com that's there <sighs> All this stuff is free. You don't have to donate. If you do donate, thank you. It lets me know that there's uh, people out there. But also, I do get corporate sponsorships, which we'll be playing some ads later tonight, just to let you know. And um, ah, I forget how this works. <sighs> Hold, there we go. Okay. You could you could use PayPal and go to com and uh, click Donate. And it looks like John... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't dox people. I just forgot the rules of donation. I read initials. I read initials, notes, and uh, the amount. We have JF saying uh, four twenty for the insurer. Cheers to you, JF. We have another donation here. This is from Mac M A C. That's not their name. That's just the initials. Uh, four twenty for Nick the Rat Radio. Thank you so much. Uh, four twenty is the uh, monthly subscription fee that I think is you know like a it's a that comes out to about uh, sixty nine cents per episode for a month. I, um, KS with four twenty Nick the Rat Radio. Thank you so much K S. Hope I'm not doxing people on the camera right now. I don't think I am, though. Um I'm just stocks in my monkey pox. We have DV with 420. Thank you so much, DV. DV's been around for a while. And uh, I just want to say thank you to DV. You are uh, um, much better than the DMV. And we also have AM with $1 million. See, that's the kind of uh, donator that I like. I don't know what kind of donators you like, but the ones that I like have the a million dollars to give to podcast And that just helps with, you know, with beer and and stuff. And Thank you, donators. Mm-hmm. And thank you, sewer chatters, as well. If you're in the chat room, if you're chatting it up, if you're uh, in the hashtag sewer chat on any of the uh, platforms out there, uh, I just want to say hi to you. And I just want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, w- welcome to the uh, great unraveling Of reality and society and existence into the great unknown. And we're going together. It's Don't be scared. We could all hold hands and we could drink the Kool-Aid from the same big uh, cup. I sterilized it several times using some uh, bourbon whiskey. (laughs) Love
0: you too, Joe. I'm happy you're here. Joey. All right, we should probably say thank you
2: to everybody. That, that was all the thanks, right? I think that's it. Bulliet, bulliet. Um We should... Maybe we should listen to some real advertisements by real companies that give us real money as opposed to the um, the people that donate that give, you know, some some...
0: They have been here since the dawn of time.
3: They're here now, waiting, watching. They've gone unchecked, unnoticed, and now they're monsters. What's
4: the matter? My hand! Something bit my hand! Are you okay? Let's get the hell out of here.
1: Would you believe the other day I saw a rat this big? Are you through? No, I mean it! He was just big!
3: Overpopulated. It. Oversized. And hungry.
4: Your lady friend was absolutely right about the rats. They've gotten into the subway.
3: population of the world is estimated to be 108 billion. 24 times the human population.
5: Do you love pot, but hate having to constantly call your dealer to re-up? Is your bank account suffering from it as well? And what about your lungs? We here at the Dark Sewer Network feel your pain. But like weed, let us take that pain away with THC Photon Therapy. We discovered the frequency of weed and turned our patented LED photon emitters to match it exactly. Strap these bad boys on your chest, turn them on, and feel the THC frequency penetrate your body like a fine-tuned rapist. Now you can feel like you're getting stoned anywhere, and no one will ever know. And don't worry about price. For one easy payment of $69.99, it's yours. And you will never have to meet us in a dark alley again. Stay high all day long with no risk. Call 917-719-5923 and order yours today. Hey, anybody know where I put that bomb? This, this shit doesn't work, man. I can't
2: believe we're selling this. The recording still does crap.
0: We should listen to uh, Depression by Little Little Happy Lil Sad
2: Well, that song was inspiring. There's also gangster rap in there, too, or something.
0: I'm depressed. Get the fuck out of my face. I am so lifted right now. Uh, so if you know what the web 3.0 is
2: or if you want if you want to talk about monsters give me a call 917
0: 719 The, the best way to trim your beard,
2: by the way, is probably with uh, some uh, scissors. You have to treat it like a bonsai. You know, like the neck and all, like the big patches, you could go with a fucking weed whacker and all that. But if you're going at it with a, a
6: smaller for smaller degrees. I
2: like the neck. A caller, can you turn down your radio?
6: What? I didn't have it up. So it, wasn't, it wasn't my radio
2: then what was was that an echo through your hallway because 'cause you're blasting me.
6: Was, um through the house? Yeah, it was uh a tear in the Space Time continuum that created that.
2: That shit's happening more and more lately. The space time continuum is falling apart. Welcome welcome to Earth.
6: Um Might I might have had my radio on. I couldn't lie. Sorry.
2: Well, you did lie, and I believed you, but now now I think you're lying right now.
6: Oh, well, it was a space-time continuum. I didn't want to freak you out. It's not like you're getting freaked out. Well, the space-time's
2: always in continuum. It doesn't stop, baby. If it stopped, you wouldn't know. Keeps going round and round. We're on this spaceship together.
6: We are all on the spaceship together. Has anybody seen my shoes? By the way, on a spaceship,
2: somebody has. It's probably. It could be also a. There could be a. Like it's there's there was a lot of monsters, uh, like you know, like Frankenstein monster and, and the the universal monsters. But today there's monsters that um, people don't dare make, like the shoe stealing monster. There, this motherfucker exists. I had shoes stolen from me. I don't know where they, where they went. This is a.
6: They're even worse than, like,
2: what, the uh, underpants gnomes? Kind of like the leprechaun, I guess. Yep. Leprechaun was close to, um, like, a, a shoe thief. But there is a shoe thief you Oh, are you talking about the
6: movie? The
2: scary... Well, I'm talking about leprechauns in general. Well, yeah, in modern, oh. in modern um, uh, culture. Because today, modern horror movies are... It's, it's either, like, a ghost or a... a like an invisible thing like <laughs> pulls you or something. There's really no... um, who, Well, you know, who am I to say? There's a lot of stuff.
6: There doesn't really seem to be a story. It all seems to be loose. Uh, Loosey-goosey. Or it always seems to be the same story of Boy Meets Girl.
2: Well, there is only uh, ex- five types ex- of stories, X-Men right? Isn't there only five types of stories in reality?
6: Yeah, pretty much
2: like man versus uh, i'm sorry uh person versus uh, person person versus nature uh person versus animal something animal
6: yeah like other than I mean, a it could be nature that be nature though that could
2: also be like aliens and stuff uh, other other than people uh people versus yeah. anything other than people cuz like if it was like a person uh like a dude uh, uh working would that be would that be person versus animal
6: like if the a, a dude work you yeah, mean like, like he's killing animals for a living? No, or? no,
2: I mean like if you wrote a book, because like all stories break down to those five um, stereotypes. Or uh, uh, Yeah.
6: It's not stereotypes, but you know I, what I mean. I, I, Iliad? Is that what it, Iliad? Or, uh, yeah.
2: Is this from like Jack London shit or something?
6: Uh, what are those things <laughs> called? Google. White bang. Yeah, because he, he did about? like all
2: the variations of it, but did he just make these variations up?
6: Call of the Wild, White Fang it was after the Call of the Wild. And then... Oh, seven seven White basic Fang, plots.
7: Here
2: we go. Okay, thank you, Wikipedia. Overcoming Fang, Overcoming the, the Monster, Rags to Riches, The Quest, Voyage and Return, Comedy, Tragedy, and Rebirth. Those are the only... Types of stories that exist.
7: Oh,
6: K-Ban K- has it. idioms. You just call me an idiot? No, I would never do that. What do you mean? You're one of the smarter people that I know.
2: You're such a good liar.
6: <laughs> <clears throat> what kind of story do you like? Do you prefer a horror Story. Uh, horror
2: movies, I do like horror movies just because they're the only type of movies that usually push the boundaries. Sci-fi does as well, but uh, sometimes horror pushes it even further.
6: <laughs> comedy used to.
2: It used to. Comedy now is, It's it's all, it's all romantic it, comedy, it isn't it? It's always like, there's always like a romance plot, but then all movies have romance in it. There hasn't been a movie that's been big that had zero romance in it. Is that is that Ragged to Rich's romance or The Quest? Is The Quest would be romance? The Quest? Well, uh, definition, the protagonist and companion sent out to acquire an important object. That would be romance, right? Or to get to a location. They face temptations and well, other obstacles get in the, their way.
6: Are you talking about the object being a person? Uh,
2: Well, yeah. Or Or no, the the important object would be uh, a person, probably, yeah, in a romantic comedy, would be the quest. We're stuck on the quest. Like Watership Down.
6: Yeah, no story. It's almost, well, there's more, well, even that. Even when you have like a sci-fi comedy, kind of, there's always seems to be some sort of romantic element.
2: Then there's like the Bechtel test. There's all, there's all these, these, all these things are fake though. We're just, they're just words that we made up. Do you know about the Bechtel test?
6: The Be, oh, what did I just hear? Somebody just talked about that. I can't remember where I, thought, I just heard they, about thought, that
2: at. I thought they talk about that all the time. Because whenever I watch anything, all I hear is that passed the Be, hey, is that
4: past the Bechtel test.
2: I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
6: um... What the hell is it? I can't even
2: Oh the Bechtel test is when uh you're watching a movie and your friend reaches down your pants and they they jiggle you around until they're done playing with you.
6: Oh. And they say Oh, I've had that
2: test before. Per, you the it's uh <laughs> something about uh if is if the if the women in the movie
6: uh if certain movies bring that out more than others, I will say.
2: It's it's weird these these um uh, these things that pop up from uh, feminine sides of re- uh reality in existence. They they make these um assertions. I get what would be uh women complaining about not having um or being typecast. Women women compl- I'm gonna get banned off the internet for saying this, but the Bechtel test sounds like women trying to um um complain about being typecast in reality? As uh, the, Does the plot have a man that has a woman attached to it? But what about from the other side of it where it's just the stupid r- romance part of a story? Not every story needs romance.
6: Well, no, definitely not. I think... I'm seriously trying to think in my head of what movie or story i Bread that doesn't have romance. It. I
2: can tell you who won.
6: <laughs> well, I mean, like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is the only one that's coming to mind
2: right the, now. There was. Um, I I only seen the movie with that uh, British comedian guy. Mm. Um, I I recently saw this movie called Um, uh, Crazy God. I think or Mad God, Mad God. I think it was called. It was. It was like a hour-long claymation, high-quality version of like a tool video. Wow. It was very disturbing in the visuals. The story, there was no real story. It was about a, it was just like a clay guy going down to the pits of hell and seeing all this fucked up shit. It's just a whole weird, like a tool video. It was basically a really, really cool-looking tool video. But the music wasn't that great. And apparently, it took the creator of Mad God thirty years to create this thing.
6: Well, claymation takes friggin' forever. <laughs> and this thing looked
2: it. really cool. Most most of it was claymation. There was some other stuff in it too, but it it was really cool looking. But I gotta say, I, I did get a little bit bored towards the end because it was it was, was kind of like okay, this is like a disturbing disturbing imagery of strange stuff. Like, it, I don't feel like it really tapped into um a deeper it it did it passed the Bechtel test though
6: <laughs> So it's obviously probably going to win. Does it won an award somewhere or
2: It's highly rated from what I've seen. Okay. That's why I kind of watched it too. Like I was like, "Oh, this looks cool." It, it looked cool. People were talking good about. It, it was it was a decent watch. But um, I would suggest being on um, drugs while you watch it.
6: A hallucinogenic. Yeah, a hallucinogenic
2: would really stretch this movie to its peak, I would say. It looked beautiful. There was a lot of really uh, high-quality claymation animation in it. Whoa, was that a bottle?
6: I don't know. Uh, Yeah.
2: Are you drinking because it's almost midnight in the sewer?
6: I yeah I'm filling my uh <clears throat> filling my chalice Actually, it's just a whiskey glass
2: chalice sounds like um like one of the like a jock strap
6: <laughs> yeah, it kind of does
2: like oh, my chalice that's a, it's like oh, it's wrapped around his crotch right the chalice how, how
6: did it become a cod piece? <laughs>
2: Yeah, who named all this stuff? These people that made these words, man.
6: Have you ever seen one of those codfish? Yeah. Have you ever seen a piece? Yeah. It's a cod piece. Totally.
2: Dip your balls in my chalice. (laughs) Chalices could have your balls dipped in. I'm sure... Cotton piece and uh, Chalice came out around the same time because there were some kinky French people doing some um, Rules of Three or something.
6: Yeah, that's... uh, There's got to be something bizarre. You know, there's some sort of sexual fetish thing behind it somewhere. There's
2: there's always something behind everything. Mm Mm-hmm. But then there's some people that start everything up.
6: Who do you think the first person was probably that wore a... uh...
2: It was probably a rat, and it was probably midnight in the sewer.
6: Hell yeah.
2: Cheers. Cheers. Who was the first what? Jack London. It was Jack... uh...
6: Did you read the Jack London books? Like Call of the Wild and White
2: Fang and I read a couple in school. I haven't read anything, um did he write um I can't think of
6: the other one. Boot,
2: he... boot on your head something about a boot on your head.
6: <laughs> um I
2: don't I think I gave Adam Curry a Jack London book.
6: You did? I did, I think. Was that that story where the first time that you met him, or something? Or yeah, I gave him a book.
2: But I I gotta see a list of his the book names because I forget I forget the name of the book.
6: He's got some ones that like towards the end of his career I thought were quite uh, different. There's one that's like very different from what he had done throughout his life.
2: very hard to search for things when you're very drunk and stoned oh the iron <laughs> heel there you go 1908 he wrote that
6: the iron eel the no huh? not
2: the iron eel this wasn't a japanese book it was a book by jack London. <laughs> the iron heel
6: <laughs> oh iron heel oh it described the fall it? of the uh-huh.
2: united states to a cruel fascist dictatorship of the I iron think... heel a group of monopoly capitalists
6: yeah, because it was kind of different than the rest of what he had written, I thought, or something. Well, it was really Wasn't about it? like it's...
2: a like a wolf eating some guy in the snow or something, right? <laughs>
6: yeah, that's. I mean, he had like most of them were like out in the wild of somewhere, you know. Uh, and then he wrote that. And what was it again? Iron heel.
2: The Iron Heel.
6: It was a cool book. I, I
2: and uh, yeah.
6: Was it like science fiction or something that he wrote? It sort of
2: was. Uh, Were there, because it was published in 1908, were there uh, hot air balloons in 1908? Mm. No, I don't think it was really futuristic. I think
6: they had, well, they had. I mean, they had balloons back in the
2: 1800s. I because, uh, it, I from what I remember, it was talking mostly about, like, child labor laws and, uh, uh, like, the working class people revolting against, like, capitalists. And then the capitalists flying really? over the cities in uh, hot air balloons dropping bombs on the cities. <laughs> They're like, hey, fuck you guys. You want to revolt? <laughs> And then, then they were like, you know, it's it trying to revolt is just like having or living is like a having a, a boot stomping on your head constantly. It was just like it was a cool book. Huh. It was it was sort of like um, um, the the book everybody talks about, nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. It was it was like the nineteen oh eight yeah. version of nineteen eighty four.
6: Huh. I should get. Uh, did you, did you have a copy of it, or did you? Like, I
2: had one copy of it. I read it once, and then I gave it to Adam Curry. I don't know if he oh, okay. even remembers. He never mentioned it again.
6: Was it a hardcover? That was, it no, a it was cover soft or cover? cover. It was like a
2: five dollar book. It was a... Oh,
6: okay, all right. It
2: wasn't like a signed copy by Jack with, London.
6: You never know with old books. Like somebody's like, oh no, it was a hardcover. Let I did want it back though I, I just
2: I was letting him borrow it, and he just
6: oh okay I wouldn't mind getting that and reading it, actually to tell you the truth it sounds interesting. I think you've mentioned I know you mentioned that before I, I might have
2: it was a, but that was probably like a hundred episodes
6: ago. The balloons are interesting that they would flee in balloons while dropping bombs. They probably did that shit. Who knows what happened back in the day? They could use that at the end to uh, put electrodes on the balloons and then keep them up in the air and then turn it in. I think that Tesla had that idea, didn't he? Where you could have a bunch of balloons with electrodes up into the air. Probably. And, and then harvest the, the energy that's in the atmosphere.
2: Do you think Tesla went crazy? Or do you think Everybody, or you think there's like hidden lies and untruths?
6: I'm sure there was a lot of disinformation, it seemed about him. But I, you know, I think there's a lot of he was scorned, and I think a lot of that's bullshit too. <laughs> you know, because I think he was successful in different fields that he had uh, done stuff in.
2: Strange how like history could break down to like one person. Like if you said, "Oh, what happened in ancient whatever?" I'll be like, "Genghis Khan. He he raped and pillaged. That's that was basically a hundred years of Earth time. Was just that. I I don't know anything about anything, but it breaks down to like certain people because there were so many people involved in the in the existence then, but they can only tell the story of one or two people."
6: Yeah, well, and uh, like Genghis Khan was pretty ruthless, so that's why he got his name, you
2: know. But thanks to the advertising monster, I think everybody is being cater- catalog- cataloged, cataloged, cataloged down. There's a, everybody has a story now that could be stored via metadata legally. <laughs>
6: <laughs> in some, in some cave, deep below Mount Weather.
2: I wonder what Jack London's search results would have been. Like, what did what did Jack London search for? How to kill a wolf and overthrow <laughs> the government.
6: <laughs> wolf snaring tactics.
2: Collar, do you, do you in, do you believe in monsters?
6: Do I believe in monsters? Yeah. Uh
2: yeah. What kind? Because there's there's a lot of monsters Oop. out there. Because, like there's there's monsters like, oh that that guy's a monster or that lady's talk- a monster.
6: Talking like a Bigfoot or uh chup- chupacabra or uh or, a
2: couple or something that's unknown. Like an unknown like, monster. Genus. Like uh uh I kinda like how there's only seven st- like, like there's seven sins, is are are sins monsters in your opinion?
6: Like the sins from the Bible,
2: uh, is gluttony a monster to you? If you eat too much, can you would you consider that to be a monster? Like if you couldn't stop consuming um a consumption? Uh,
6: no, it'd be more of a more of an addiction than anything else. Do you think addiction think. is a
2: monster? Uh, can you categorize it's a monster
6: to, it's a monster to bear, but it, I don't think it well, it can turn the person into a monster also. Uh, so, uh, hmm, that's a good question. It's definitely a... Uh, I, I will say when it become, comes to certain drugs, it's more of a monster than other drugs. Uh, just because of the addictive nature of them and how they... Uh, like engulf your life uh, with that basically lifestyle if if you get hooked on them i will say
2: like uh that Darren, Arano- Darren Aronofsky movie uh with the with Jared Leto Morbius and they're doing drugs in Coney Island and uh oh, no Requiem for a Dream is kind of like a monster movie of addiction. There's a lot of addiction monster movies, though.
6: But um, uh, Train Spotting a little bit. If you've ever seen Train Spotting,
2: oh yeah, uh, with uh, Obi Wan Kenobi in the toilet bowl.
6: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And his friend throws the shit all over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a good movie. It's the most memorable scene from that entire movie, though. So.
2: Probably, it's weird how, yeah. uh, how, when actors are younger, they're willing to take more risks than when they're <laughs> when they're older. They're just like, ah, just give me the big, what me the I, Disney movie. Did
6: it? It seemed like back around the time of that movie that there was more of an independent uh, movement of movies. Yeah, there's really uh,
2: not too many. Independent. I, I,
6: well, I YouTube mean, on a big now. scale, there's, I will say, you know, that had had a lot of funding behind them. Yeah, but nowadays it seems like anything independent really doesn't have much much funding in that.
2: Which could be good and bad. Like, uh, if if the director is really good, you could have a low budget movie and still make it incredible if you know what you're working with. I hate oh, the pe- yeah. I hate the people that try to make things look more expensive than they are. Like just, just work with work within your budget. Don't don't try like, to but, fake it that much.
6: Yeah, I think a lot of the like some of the in well, like clerks probably could have been shot with all like a cell phone nowadays. Oh yeah, it could be.
2: You don't need that much money to make a good story. A good story is a good story. The And yeah, actors, no. if they're directed well, you don't need money behind it unless they're uh, and McGregor, I guess.
6: But, Do you have a guilty bad pleasure movie that's like a bad movie uh, that was just awful, but you yet still watch it?
2: I think Nick Cage is a god and all of his movies what are movie fucking it? horrible
7: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs>
6: it was probably what's the one <laughs> I can't even remember which one where he's on the uh, is he on a plane or something a uh, prison plane or something <laughs> Conair. was that Con Air? Is he got? he's in that movie isn't he yeah Cause that's where he, he tries to act like Elvis. And he's like, "We lost off stage." we love Las Vegas.
2: Are you disrespecting Nicholas Cage right now? No, I... he was. He was making fun of Nicholas Cage right there. Um, don't, don't do that. Uh, Abandoned Park, Vivarium. We'll be right back with more Nick the Rat Radio.
0: Hi. No, I don't want... No. That's fine. Thank you. Oh,
7: oh,
8: Rotilda? Rotilda. Oh, this must be Rotilda. Rotilda I, I, this must be you. You, you. I made sure to get your number before and after you performed those maneuvers on me at the... Grad bar last night. The the overpaw, the underpaw, the the double paw, and yeah, the triple paw. Rough. Oh Ratilda. Please call me. I haven't been able to stop thinking about you. Ratilda.
7: Oh Ah, Oh Ritilda. Oh, oh, Ritilda.
2: Hi everybody! Welcome back to Nick the Rat Radio. It is um, Wednesday evening. We're talking about monsters. Uh, Monsters kind of do have to be uh, um, pure. They don't have to exist physically. I don't think, I think the scariest monsters don't exist physically. That's what, uh, what that guy, H.P. Lovecraft, kind of got. The, the gigantic ancient gods that are so big we can't even think about. Like this size, size is a very scary, uh, thing in, in existence. It's, um, I
8: can't can you change
2: the size of your volume knob
9: I am so sorry I had bluetooth connected and I didn't realize it
2: did you hear about that they're coming out with uh, a rainbow tooth it's Bluetooth. oh that's special 4.20
9: I bet they have a lot of pride in that don't they
2: Maybe, maybe Um, Bluetooth is—it sucks, but it's also great. I turned it off.
9: It it is simultaneously sucky and great.
2: You ever use a a Bluetooth can opener?
0: No,
9: no. It it opens the can via Bluetooth.
2: I heard Shia LaBeouf has
5: blue teeth.
3: I heard, uh Nicolas Cage has the bluest teeth uh,
8: when he wants them.
2: I was watching, um, uh, I was watching the Reddit, and there was a a video clip of N- Nick Cage in *Lord of War*, when he, <laughs> when the, the african uh overlord overlord what they call warlord whatever he shot some guy and nick cage goes no and he's like i can't sell a huge gun (laughs) (laughs) the
9: best have you seen that movie kick ass uh
2: kick ass yeah i've seen that one i didn't see the the superhero movie with that that guy from the office and uh, Ellen him. Page, I think Ellen Page and the guy from The Office is in like in another superhero movie that's sort of like Kick Ass. Like,
9: oh so- no, I'm talking about where Nick Cage is like the uh, the generic the knockoff version of, of Batman, so he'd be like, oh yeah, you know.
2: wait. wait, that wasn't. A- Hold on, that wasn't called. That was super bad. That was Kick Ass. No, I thought that was. Yeah, I thought that yeah, kick ass. Nick Cage was in Kick Ass.
9: Yeah. I thought he Kick-Ass was, like, was the like the little a kid like the, the chick, the, the little uh what's that that girl actress? She's like a little kid in that movie.
2: Oh, and she wants but to make a she wants to make she, a perfect cake. She had kick. like
9: swords and stuff. Do do do
2: do do do
9: she was slicing people.
2: And she was baking perfect cakes.
9: Probably that Oh too. wait, Nick Cage was like, like gunman, right?
2: He was like gunman?
9: Something like that, yeah. Like, the the weirdest scene, like, was when he was set on fire and he was, like, yelling. He was like,
0: Go to the river!
9: It sounded like, he sounded like he was trying to imitate that car sound from Christopher Nolan's Batman. You know how the car just, like, steadily just revved up. It never shifted gears. It was just a steady... That was Nick Cage screaming in Kick Ass, just a steady incline of pitch.
2: Wow, he wasn't Kick Ass? Who? Oh, I. The little girl was. I only remember seeing the guy in the green in Kick Ass. That's the only. Thing oh yeah,
9: that that dude. Yeah.
2: And also, yeah, there's the, oh, no, the, the no, that no. other nerd guy from like a uh, fucking American Pie or something in there as the bad guy the villain oh
9: yeah the bad the bad guy from super, the bad guy in Kickass ass was in super bad
2: oh that's okay. yeah that's why i got confused about that okay i'm starting to remember it now but it's so weird i thought that little girl in nick cage was in a different movie than the kid in green mm. that's how long ago i saw seen all this
9: <laughs> they all start to blur together
2: it really does
9: The Man, or hey, the I saw something really weird outside the other day, Oof. and I have no idea what it was. Was it a bear? So, was it a what? A bear? Oh, a bear. No, a bear, a bear would be explainable and identifiable. So, you know, I, I stand outside quite a bit. It's nice and clear out here, like tonight, and uh, I could see a lot of stars. And I'm always looking up. Usually, I see satellites. I've seen several shooting stars the past Wait, few Wait, you seen satellites with your bare,
2: bare, naked eyes?
9: My bare eyes. Are you well, a like bear? okay. So, at the moment, I uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of what. Uh, that I think that is Jupiter. Uh, it's a bright orange dot, but it's not twinkling, so it's got to be a planet. Yeah, you could, anyway. see, you
2: could see stars and planets with ah, your yeah. eyes. But uh, satellites?
9: I, yeah, I usually see satellites and all that shit. But what I saw the other night was really weird, and it happened twice, like within 20 minutes. So I'm looking up, as I normally do, yeah. and there's Jupiter, big, bright, and orange. And it goes out and then comes back. Okay. And I'm like, well, that's fucking weird. And then, not far from it, there are a bunch of other stars, and they go out and then they come back. It was like there was a uh, a dark, invisible shape that was passing in front of the starlight, and it just moved across the sky, and it was just blinking out stars, and they were coming back. And sometimes it'd be half the star. You know, it was it was very that could weird. Could be the asteroid then, that's
2: going to destroy life on this planet.
9: I sure hope so. <laughs> But it happened again, uh, like, you know, 15 minutes later maybe, but coming from the same direction. I saw it again, oh, passing wow. over different stars.
2: That means it's close by because it's going around it, Earth it, quicker than the sun's going No, It's not going that fast. That, that had it been, was the
9: same color as the uh, the sky, you know, which is a dark a dark blue-purple color. It's not completely black.
2: It only blocked but, out uh, that one—it uh, only blocked out, like like, Jupiter, like a dot at a time. Um,
9: no, no, but that was the brightest one that I noticed first. And then as it was moving, it was, it was like maybe, maybe a couple in some of the more densely populated parts of the sky.
2: Wow. So this is, this uh, was high up, but it wasn't too, too high up and it was big enough to block no. out at least a few stars. Fully, holy psh.
9: I don't know what the fuck it was. I've never seen anything like it, and that's the second fucking weird thing I've seen out here within the past, I don't know, month or so.
2: Was the first one a bear?
9: The bear could have been flying it. That I don't know. The first thing was like a spinning, like a spinning object that had lights on it, and they were spinning all around, and it was jumping. So it would like be in one spot and then kind of blink off and blink on. It'd be somewhere else. Uh, but the lights were spinning around the thing, and it wasn't an airplane. Uh, it didn't make any noise. It was very strange.
2: Did you did you turn your cell phone to like, turn on the flashlight and aim it at the sky? I didn't
9: even have my cell phone
2: with me. You should have aimed your cell phone... Uh, you should have took your cell phone and made it into a flashlight, and then like did Morse code. Oh,
9: like cover up the the light. And, yeah, and, and aim it at the sky. Let it go. Yeah,
2: and do oh, Morse. Yeah. And do the do Morse code, and call them down and see because they probably have cool parties up there. If they could block out stars and fly around the planet, the view that they have.
9: Well, they could. They could probably see me. Sure, like. I don't know Morse code. I'd have to, like, get a, get a readout of the, the code, and I'd probably fuck it up. Instead of saying, like, take me to your leader, I'd say, take me to your anus.
2: That could be cool, because what if these aliens had uh, fat asses?
9: Oh, shit, now you're talking. Like, and... Yeah, and I'd, I'd flip the script on them. Instead of them probing my anus, I'd probe their anus.
2: Now imagine you get beamed onto this here alien spaceship and the aliens that have these fat asses, they read your mind using certain frequencies and vibrations and then they find out that you like Nick Cage. So they send a representation hmm. of Nick Cage to you and he tells you how to eat ass and then you become the hero in the next movie called Eat Ass. Starring oh, Nick Cage yeah. and you.
9: And it's just me, like,
3: oh, is that a is that alien ass? Just
2: that's how you do it, and you could like teach them how to eat uh, alien uh, for substance.
9: Oh yeah, oh yeah, I live off of alien ass, for and then substance. they also yeah. have like that that sweet ass like um, alien moonshine you know, distilled alcohol, but from space.
2: Now, we could probably make that movie for, I would say, $5,000.
9: Hmm. Yeah, that seems, uh, we might even have extra left over.
2: <laughs> Are there? Do movies ever do the value for value method? Like, they spend $5,000 and they put it out there for free and they just ask for donations.
9: Yeah, there was. Uh, this was years ago. I remember Rhino the Bearded talking about it on his show. There was this movie. I think it was called Orang You and it was about this guy that takes his. No, this guy uh, like has a pet orangutan, and the orangutan ends up going to college for him. I did a song for it.
2: <laughs> really? Yeah. You did a song for a movie this- like this, and Rhino the Bearded was talking about it too.
9: Yeah, the song was called Primate Puzzler. I remember that. Wait,
2: if I play that right now, will I get sued by you?
9: No, I won't sue you. No. Oh. Why would Primate... I? It might be on SoundCloud Primate or something. Puzzler? Yeah, Primate Puzzler.
2: I'm just putting it into Google right now. Oh, there's a cool oh, yeah, artwork that there. I say. Primate Puzzles from Pixels. What the fuck is that? <laughs>
9: Uh, That might not be it. Uh, I mean, I've got it somewhere on a hard drive, probably.
2: I see monkey puzzle read aloud children's book.
9: Have you ever seen a monkey puzzle tree? A monkey
2: puzzle tree?
9: Yeah, straight up. They're fucking scary trees with spikes on them.
2: Why do you know about this, and why do you know about um, pyramids so much? Um... Prime, I've seen puzzle monkey tree? puzzle
9: trees. They monkey grow. Puzzle. They grow here in Texas, in the southern part of the state. Um, and pyramids because
2: the History Channel. They're
9: neat. No, fuck the History Channel. When and did
2: you get into pyramids? They, they don't.
9: I've I've been in the pyramids since I was a kid. Have you ever been um, in a pyramid? Only in dreams.
2: You have to box the Egyptian president to get into him.
6: Yeah.
9: Oh, I had to bribe that motherfucker probably. You know, that's how it goes there. Yeah, you got to bribe them or These suck their dick. But I'm not that. So bribe them. These are very looking
2: trees. These are, are those spiky? Are they... Yeah,
7: yeah. And are they're like... sharp. Oh, man, they don't that's fuck like around. a
2: demon tree. That's fucking, Ow. Oh yeah, look at those.
9: Yeah, I'm, like, where did they get that name from? Did the monkeys like climb them like they were puzzles?
2: Maybe. I if if I was Maybe. in the wild, I'd I'd find a way to sleep in that. Because the fucking the wild, that shit's that causes evolution.
9: Nothing's nothing's gonna mess with you there.
2: Yeah, you stay out of my monkey puzzle tree.
9: Yeah, this is my monkey puzzle tree. You try and figure this shit out, monkey.
2: You throw shit, get like a little shelf with rocks. They're going to have to come up with something heavy. They're going to have to come up like with sticks, maybe. They could throw sticks at you. But if you're up in your monkey puzzle tree and you got some rocks, you could be up there for a couple of days. No worry.
9: Yeah, and people will be trying to figure it out. How do I climb that tree? It's full of
2: spikes. Spiky, spiky fucking spikes. I trees. found the
9: song, and I sent it to you, um... Uh, on the IRC chats. I got to turn off IRC. I slid into your DMs.
2: You you did. Hold on. I got to turn off the video here so I can look at it in private.
3: Oh. Yeah. You want to, yeah.
9: Look at all the privates.
3: They're in there.
2: The monkey puzzles. If I get sued, I'm going to ask you for some money.
9: Okay, you can tell them, I mean, I own the copyright, so, like, who could be pissed? monkey puzzle.
7: Whoa.
2: Hello? Hello? That... Did you just rob me? I that's, I feel like those vibrations that you put out knocked me into another dimension, and you just went into my. You went into my my safe, Diane. Check the safe.
9: Yeah, check the safe.
2: Wait, no, it's it's all there. Okay. Whew. Oh,
9: okay. I was going to say you, you might want to put the safe in the monkey puzzle tree.
2: <laughs> did you do all the It be a little harder to get through. Was that all uh, like uh you did all the parts? Of, was that a band or was that just you?
9: No, no, that was that was all me. Like uh the main little melody thing was a guitar that doo, I ran through doo, 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 a vocal synthesizer.
7: Oh so yeah. So it sounded
9: all weird.
2: But did you did what was was the the horn was that digital? Was that a horn?
9: No, no, that was the guitar run through a vocoder.
2: But I heard, like, at like least three, three instruments I heard.
9: Yeah, yeah, so there's the bass, and then some drums, and then I did the clean little, like, spanky guitar sounds. Um, and then that...
10: Uh, <laughs> were, were they all physical?
2: Were they all physical first? Yeah.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then the, I had this Roland... I think it's a Roland VT3. It's a voice transformer. Did that just um, come out like in the past? I just plugged my guitar like directly into that thing. Did that thing and, just come out? Uh, is it what?
2: Did did that piece piece of gear just come out recently?
9: No, it's been out for maybe uh for a while, probably 10 years or so now. Ro- Roland maybe just released
2: less. a new vocoder uh Pitch shifting device that looks pretty fucking cool, but I'm kind of I don't like I don't I I I I would I wish there was like a pitch shifting for voice that didn't sound so robotic like it smooth the the pitch shift thing that you're doing you know what I mean it always always sounds so fake for people but for for like a guitarist that could sound really cool I like it
9: because I mean. For voice, it's not that great. It's it's kind of glitchy.
2: Yeah,
9: and sometimes the original pitch like bleeds through there. But if you're running an instrument through it, it sounds cool that oh, way. Yeah. Um, but no, they don't. I don't. I can't think of any piece of hardware, like physical hardware, that doesn't have some sort of uh, glitchiness to it like that. You have to you have to use a processor to get it all smooth.
2: Well, if you're doing just like reverb, you're talking about like... like uh.
9: Well, reverb is one thing,
2: you know, that's... For pitch shifting. Oh, you mean for a pitch... Okay, well, for, but the Roland does it all in that one little device you could... Hook yeah, up.
9: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you look up Roland VT-3, you'll see it. It's like a black little box with a green outline around it. I don't even know if they make it anymore. No,
2: but No, they just came out with like a new set, a three set. There's three Roland products. Oh, that just came okay. out. Like in like a small little package, and one's a vocoder, and oh, there's two other ones. Oh, okay. There's so Oh, much, they probably reworked all that. Yeah. Stuff. But I, 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 was just, cause I was just watching a review about it. I wanted to get a, a Korg Volca drum uh, sequencer. So. Oh,
9: those things are kind of neat. Like the little thing. Yeah. Yes. The... It's, the real little box yeah
2: that's goes for 160 what's or so. that
9: um what's that little uh synthesizer thing you mess around with is that a like teenage engineering thing
2: uh no well i the maybe the drum one yeah i got a pocket operator from teenage engineering that's uh, the oh, speak okay. po speak it was like it's like 80 bucks but uh, i just recently got the micro freak from arturia
7: uh-huh.
4: It's a
2: little. Synth. Is that the one you've been messing around with on the
9: the post shows?
2: Yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. You get it, it's it's powerful for a synthesizer. You could do all this in a computer, but it's just kind of fun to hit the knobs. But the Korg. It's way N- more fun to hit the knobs. The Korg NTS One. Oh boy, I think I do. You have one of these things, one of these little devices?
9: No, no, I messed around with one, but it was a buddy's.
2: I would say definitely get it because without that, the Korg Micro Freak or anything wouldn't sound as cool as you could make it sound with that. It's like it's like a really powerful effects device that you could do. All, that you could just install new ones and make your own. It's I haven't made my own yet, but I I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to see what I could do. Like how do you how do you make an effects oh, yeah. fucking filter?
9: Uh they're complicated. You need like resistors <laughs> and transistors. No, no, it's it's all you can do. It via,
2: it's the, the the device. You could code it. You could put your own code into it to make your oh, own, uh, filters. But there's tutorials. back. I I, I might spend a day to fi- like try it. But there's free ones you could install. Yeah, it's, it's a whole little community of uh, free FX.
9: Oh, okay. So it has all the all the filters in there, and you can just like assign them yeah uh, you, to, it's like a, something like a hundred oh, okay. something
2: slots or something
9: oh wow oh that's neat so you could put you could put like a like phase or or something like that on there and what whatnot an envelope filter
2: there's a there's a reverb, delay, and modification, and then you can just load them up with a whole bunch. And there's also oscillators you can do, but you could uh, go way deep into uh, strange, oh, yeah. strange places. And then you could. There's a ping. Uh, but yeah,
6: it's just a really cool um, effects box.
9: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, uh,
2: Turn that off. Sorry.
9: Oh, uh, the modulation thing. That's yeah. That's like with all the uh, oscillators and uh, like frequency modulators, those sort of things.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh but what, uh, what was your first instrument that you ever played?
9: Ever. It was. Pr- it was the recorder.
2: The recorder was the. Uh, was it was in and school. Then- Were you uh, taught by school how to play?
9: Yeah. Yeah, the school I went to like in elementary, like first through fifth, um there was a music class you'd go to for like 45 minutes a day. And it was like first it was recorder, then ukulele, and then she would let us like play whatever, she so the would little let you play. A little like
2: She had a dungeon <laughs> little like of bell kit instruments.
9: Yeah, like yeah, you know, shakers and kazoo's and <laughs> whatnot. Uh I was in orchestra in fourth grade and I played the cello. Um I mean my dad played guitar so I would play his guitar. Uh I'd just pick it up and not really play anything but try to.
2: Did did uh did your dad play guitar like with you? Did you see the guitar before you seen the recorder at school?
9: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah he taught me how to play he taught me the the basic like chords like G C D Did he teach a and you a rhythm? Minor, all
2: those. Did your dad say here's here's rhythm?
9: Yeah actually he's <laughs> like let me tell you about that it's a uh, picking pattern see you have got a this is down this is up and uh but I was I'm left-handed and so uh he he kept on trying to get me to hold it right handed. He's like, "You're holding it wrong, son."
8: But Dad, I can't hold it that way.
2: It's it's weird. Have did you ever? Uh, I recently was watching for just on you. You just go down rabbit holes. And I I was watching somebody teach basic piano, and I didn't know there was a way to actually uh, play the piano. Like you start with your pointer finger on C and uh, the, the bass uh, pinky would be on C, and you would go up f- four or five, and then you would go seven fingers. You would have to cross over. There's like a certain way of playing the piano. like a. Like the oh,
9: right yeah, way. yeah, yeah. So, right, like starting at middle C, and it's yeah. called middle C because it's right in the middle, generally right at your belly button. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the crossovers are weird. Like starting with your pinky, I and then with, you know, going up to your been, thumb, and then like crossing over.
2: With just one hand, yeah. I've been practicing with just one hand each, <laughs> I'm just like you doing it. It's muscle memory. It's very strange how your brain needs to not focus to work.
9: Well, like on piano, you know how the notes repeat each other. So you you know you go up C, and then eventually you're at another C. You're at C again, yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, so what you do is, like, with your left hand on the lower octave, starting at C, you you go up, and but you play the same thing with your right hand. So, like, pinky, left hand, thumb,
2: it's, uh, right hand, and, like, go up it very, that way. It's very your hard to together. do. It's like rubbing your head and patting your belly, but with each finger. And you could do it easily with each hand individually, but once you try to do it together... Woo! It's it's kind of yeah. like It's kind of yeah. like, uh, <laughs> Especially at when like you start picture.
9: separating the two, and you try playing the rhythm with your left hand and the melody part with your right hand. You're like, wait, what? What's going on?
2: But the other weird thing is, you could totally make music without having without doing that.
9: <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. There's a yeah. there's a cool YouTube video of a of a this little Chinese guy playing uh, Rachmaninoff on the piano. And Rachmaninoff was known for having like really big hands. And so he could make these chords that were really spread out. And uh, it's not easy to do. And so uh, there's a guy standing behind this dude that's playing the piano. And then at like one part of the song, he'll be like, hey, like say something like hope. Oh. And the guy tosses this wood block like over the dude's head. He catches it and like slams it down on the piano. Did this and come it has out in like, the 90s? Is it what?
2: Did this video come out in the 90s?
9: Oh, wow. It's know, old, I right? Because
2: so. I sort of remember this.
9: Yeah, but it's old.
2: Like 2000s yeah, yeah. and like
9: <laughs> So it's got slots that like hit the right the right notes on the keyboard Yeah, to uh, play that big chord. Then he tosses it back over his head. And then sometime later, the guy will throw another one, and he just slams it down because his tiny little hands can't make those big giant chords. How many? Uh, it's a good innovation, though.
2: It is there, but innovation has—you can make music on your phone by doing anything. You could you, as long as you you have, if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> it's like you could make music with That's
9: anything. True. You can make music with all sorts of stuff. Just like you know, get get some sticks and start hitting things till you find something that resonates. You're know, like, oh, okay.
2: It's all free. Put all these
9: resonant things together.
2: Do you? Uh, well, yeah. okay, Fletcher. Do you believe in crystals and their powers?
9: It depends. Yes <laughs> and no. <laughs> because there's you know. a lot of shit on YouTube. Where they are full of shit, they have no idea what they're talking about. But yes, like I mean, obviously we use crystals every day. We're using them yeah, right and now. Radios and stuff, too. Uh, yeah. yeah,
2: which is crazy. Like I also think birds have crystals who, in their heads. Whoever
9: figured out whoever figured out the uh, the, the piezoelectric properties of uh, quartz uh, was was really thinking that day because, like, depending on how you slice the quartz. Like against the grain, because there's all sorts of ways you can do it. You can do it 30 degrees off axis, and that type of crystal is made to be like overpowered, so you get these harmonics of the vibration. Uh, It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But it's real if you if you yeah, it's real. If you strike a, a quartz crystal, it gives off an electric charge. If you give it an electric charge, it gives off mechanical motion that's fucking nuts those things grow in the ground
2: and you could eat salt and it tastes like something the,
9: there's a certain type of salt that also has piezoelectric properties like that it's just not as a uh, it can't withhold like the mechanical vibrations like a quartz can they tend to break down But yeah, even salt does it. It's fucking nuts. It's
2: it's is it vibrating because of the earth? Is it like the planet, ins like powering the crystals? Like how how? Well are,
9: yeah, just like
2: it's the earth.
9: But just like with quartz, like you 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 hit it, you give it a mechanical uh, strike, Ooh. and it gives off an electric charge. Or you give it an electric charge, and it gives off mechanical motion. It vibrates.
2: And it's consistent, too. It's fucking weird. Yeah, and and that's why they use quartz,
9: because it's (laughs) the most consistent.
2: It's so weird. It's so weird that we just have vibrating rocks doing stuff. Well, that's why,
9: like, Pythagoras was right. He he had it right, however long ago, that the universe is music. Like, the, the rules that govern the universe are music. Like, it's the same thing. It's all divided up into harmonics and
2: frequencies. Well, yeah, but it's, it's. I would say it's after, well, I wouldn't say it's music. I would say it's harmonics and frequencies. It's vibrations. But, but just
9: I, like music, the music we hear yeah, but is divided is up into. Uh,
2: music is an after effect. That's like color is the same thing if 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 he was more into uh visual arts say it's like the vibrations like color if, or the vibrations well, like well i
9: think what he was getting at was like the different vibrations offer different tones just like a a just the like tone color, of a color like red you blue know, different tones violet, of blue X-ray. yeah
2: there's there's vibrations but the vibrations are more uh d- bare bone than the music music is secondary it's not second... Okay, it's it's very low down, but it's still the the frequency and the vibrations is first. And then the color and the music come second, and then the marketing monster comes after that, and then you have <laughs> comes third.
9: Yes, indeed, <laughs> it's, indeed. But you're right. It, it is the vibration is is the primary source
2: of it. But what causes the vi- vibration? Matter. <laughs> Matter and uh, gravity? <laughs> like,
9: no, I mean, what what would cause the matter to vibrate? I mean, there's the, well, well, the, there's gotta the, the be a thing known mass. as the cathemer effect. The, I would say where, mass
2: causes it to. Well, well, no, there's yeah, there's uh, just Brownian motion. Things just vibrate.
9: Yeah, that it's. Uh, I don't know. Is there some sort of ambient energy that that permeates everything? Is that what makes it vibrate? Because something has there has to be something that goes into it to uh change its state instead of being at rest maybe it's a monster
2: like a fourth dimensional monster that knows it could interfere with our reality by vibrating or well it it would
9: be a fifth dimensional monster because we live in a fourth dimensional world like because we got the three dimensions of no, of all the only, matter, but time yeah. is the fourth dimension. No, well, we're I don't living within this. time. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, it'd like, be a fifth dimensional monster.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna always die on this hill. That only the third dimension exists. There's no, there's no other dimension than the third dimension.
9: There's no time.
2: Time. It doesn't. it's That could be a uh, an effect of the third dimension. The third dimension. We exist within. The, now is now, and we are three-dimensional creatures. Time, time might not even be real. Time is just a, a a theory, sort of. But the third dimension is is very real. Atoms exist here. Existence. Time is time is a construct that we made. Time is like God. Time is like oh, I don't understand this. We'll call it time, but you can't. <sighs>
9: Uh, well, no. I mean, but time is just duration of something. Yeah. And I mean, like with music, you have a duration of a vibration. So,
2: but before the you music know it start, have, it has a start uh, and a
9: stop point. Uh, 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 <laughs> time. That's the fucking monster, man.
2: Could be. I think size is time scarier is the than monster. time. I think. Wh- what scares you more, time or size?
9: Size. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, Do you want me to elaborate on what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So time is scary because uh, it it could either be really slow or it could be really fast. Uh, But size is like, think about how far away something could be. Like if you needed water, but it was 20 light years away. Is that scarier than how long it would take you to get there? (laughs) um, How big are you? Are you, you're a dot, you're a dot on a planet, which is another dot in a, in a huge thing, which is unthinkable. Size is weird. You're, you have things on you. You're, you're, you're made of you. You have holes in you. You're barely even connected. Barely. Barely. Except for those uh, atomic electromagnetic bonds, but there's a gigantic gap between each atom.
9: Well, time, time and size—they're both, uh, both. Weird. Relevant. They're both
2: weird. They're both hard to even perceive.
9: Yeah, especially when you start talking about big monstrous things like a, uh, you know, giant ass stars and shit.
2: Yeah. But
9: but if what if what if gravity or whatever is the only thing that makes us this
2: size?
7: What if we squished. could
9: change our size when we go out into space?
2: You could stretch. The faster you go, the more you stretch. That's true. But how That's far true. could you stretch a person? Until uh, the UN is called and then they
5: blow you up.
10: Mm.
9: Uh, well, yeah, the UN, they're trying to find ways to do that no do matter think, what. Do you think the like, power. I think if we're here long enough, if there's given enough time, the UN will blow everybody
2: up. <laughs> do you think the people in charge don't want you to make new stuff. Do you know like, things repeat, like stories are being repeated and, and science experiments are being mm-hmm. repeated, but nobody's trying or doing too much new stuff. Like, the money's not really going to... The... Do you think we're being suppressed or do you think society just doesn't really care? Do you want to see a remake of Toy Story 20 or do you want something new? <laughs> like, but do you have, like, oh, well, you know, it sells. That's
6: why they do it. They made... uh Fifty move the fifty of the same movie because it's
2: Does it really sell, or do you want to see it? Like is it's
9: is, a it's a combination of both. Like, you know, they want to suppress us, and they and it works, and then we don't care. They see it works, they see that it works, and so they suppress us more, and then we we care even less. And it's a uh, but yeah. I think
6: there's
2: going to be no. They a they don't prime.
9: want us having original thoughts because then that's dangerous.
2: Well, yeah, but well, it costs a lot of money to have a, an original thought because it takes one person, and that one person wants to get paid. Uh, the, <laughs> the the you've got to figure
9: out the technology of how how you convey this original thought too.
2: I was about to say we're reaching a point where people are not are starting to realize, but then I'm gonna there's there's always new generations of ignorant brains waiting to be molded.
9: Yeah, and they start them young, you know. If you've ever watched any of, like, children's programming. I'm thinking about, like, uh, yeah, I've watched Star
7: Wars.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Even dumber than that. I'm talking, like, fucking Blue's Clues and shit.
2: Blue's Clues is awesome. Most children's programming is really highly addictive.
9: Yeah, but in comparison to, like, older kids' programming, Older than Blue's Clues, like Mr. Rogers. Blue's Clues is dumb compared to that kind of shit. And Mr. Rogers was dumb compared to earlier shit. Like, okay, well, uh, they, everything a, is,
2: everything it's is dumb. It's all dumb. Well, yeah, like, right. what's not dumb? Yeah. Name name something not dumb. Is it a Franz Trist? Or... <laughs>
9: <List>? <laughs> the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs>
2: <laughs> has the is this Encyclopedia Britannica? Is has it ever been ran by like uh, Snopes? Is it been Snopes checked?
9: Uh, probably now. <laughs> they uh, they're fact checking this call as we speak.
2: Oh man, it's midnight in the sewer in another time zone right now.
9: Oh, happy midnight time.
2: Oh is it not midnight? For time zoners. You. You're not you're not midnighted out yet, right?
9: Oh I don't I don't know. You're like, I don't have my uh You're like eleven. My fake time telling device. Oh no, it's twelve oh one here.
2: Oh, so you just hit midnight. Cheers to you. Yeah, I just hit it.
9: Cheers to you. I'll drink to that.
2: Midnight's a fun time. Do you, do you remember? Midnight's the only time. Do you remember the first time you were ever outside past midnight? Probably not.
9: <laughs> oh, no, I do actually, do. Um, because Star Trek: The Next Generation would would come on at I think ten o'clock at night, and uh, they would show a new episode and then a rerun, and uh, after that uh, rerun, I was supposed to go to bed. But my parents had decided to go to this, uh, this restaurant, this breakfast buffet that, <laughs> that I haven't seen in years. Uh, Shoney's, you remember Shoney's? I
3: don't know if
2: you ever had those. Actually, but, I do know uh, that word Shoney's. I do.
9: <laughs> yeah. They were going to Shoney's like, and I didn't know cause I was a young kid, but my parents were stoned and had the munchies big time. And, uh, I wanted to go to Shoney's with them and, uh, and they never would let me until one night they, they gave in and let me go with them. And uh, I remember looking at the, the clock uh, in the car going, wow, it's like 12.03. Look at the sky. <laughs> Whoa. It's night. It's definitely night. <laughs> yes, and I think I was out till like 2 a.m. It was crazy. And they were like,
2: now you got to go to bed. Your parents were just having a fun fucking time and they're like, man, our kids just having a good time too.
9: Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this until some years later that uh, they were smoking a joint in the front seat. I thought it was strange that uh, my dad was smoking cigarettes again.
2: You caught um, a secondhand it high.
9: I, well, they had the windows <laughs> down, so I oh. got very little of, uh, of any smell or anything.
2: Did you, okay, check. It was was a nice summer night. Have you ever, have you ever found your dad's porno magazines?
9: No, my dad didn't, uh, didn't have any porno mags, but I had an older cousin. Uh, I was maybe, shit, I was like nine or 10. And we had gone, we drove down to Houston because my cousin Pam worked at, uh, the Johnson Space Center. And uh, she got us in for free. We, we looked at all this cool shit down, down there. And then when we went back to Pam's house. She had a... Uh, he wasn't really my cousin. He was her boyfriend, but he was living with her. And uh, I went to go use their bathroom. And, like, the the little cabinet under the sink was wide open. And there was a porn mag. I wish I could remember the name of it. But it wasn't one of the nice uh airbrushed like shiny uh type of porn mags like playboy this was uh this was one of the um it was very real pentas- it was one of those uh, uh porn, Woody Wilson ma- Wilson
2: porn magazines
9: yeah it was hardcore and i was like oh my god cuz i i looked at it at oh first cuz i mean god. naturally i i you know look under the sink and there are titties so I'm like, okay, give me this magazine. And I'm looking at it and I open it up and the first page I turn to, there's a, a shot of a lady spreading over her uh spreading open her um pleasure cave and uh it's all hairy and everything. I'm like, Oh my god, what is what is that? And isn't, as you turn the page, weird? the camera got closer and closer.
2: Is it isn't it weird that like people keep that hidden? It's kind of like, oh, this is the human body. We're not going to let kids know. We're going to make this taboo, the human body, which mm. which is understandable to a point. Like, you don't, just like, why do you have to do a gynecological exam on a lady? Well,
9: just seeing, well, yeah, just seeing a naked body is one thing. But seeing it where, like in this magazine where like she, was open, she was all spread open, she was spreading her lips open. She was also uh, and then later, she there had, was a the penis moisture, definitely being inserted.
2: There was moisture there, glistening.
9: Yes, yes. I just remember it being like it just had a dirty look to it. Not that the magazine was physically dirty; it just the pictures just had a dirty you just, quality to it, like do, it was. Uh, it had Pro.
2: It had a an Instagram filter.
9: No, <laughs> there was none of that. I don't even know if the guy had uh what do you call those light diffuser things that look like big white umbrellas. Like he probably didn't even have those on the light in the room.
2: It was just shot. It was shot. It was the, the <laughs> it wasn't shot tastefully. It was a it was a very cheaply paid photographer.
9: Yeah. Yeah. No, it was probably in some house in San Bernardino, California like right next to the fucking Mojave Desert. Like it just had that look to. Ah oh, man. And in that case, the size was pretty scary because the vagina looks huge. Quite scary.
2: Um, hog, hog story, monster. Fletcher. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up on you because I gotta play some music and stuff. But oh if- yeah. It's my still favorite up, part. If you're still up after that and stuff, and if nobody else calls in, you you can call back.
9: Oh, that's neat. I'll let other people call. You've got so many cool people in the, in the sewer
0: that uh, participate. So. That's Oh, crap. We're, we're going to listen to some music right now.
2: I can talk to John for forever we got jose gonzalez with heartbeats
11: Because people have commented on every verse in the Bible, like to the to degree that's almost unimaginable. So you can look and see all the interpretations and all the translations and get some sense of what the gen, genuine meaning might be. And the line, "The meek shall inherit the earth," meek is not a good translation, or the word has moved in the three hundred years or so, three hundred years or so since it was translated. What it means is this: those who have swords and know how to use them, but keep them sheathed will inherit the world. And that's mm. another thing I've been telling. Yeah, no kidding. That's, that's a lot a different. man. Difference. That's a big difference. It's so great. And so like one of the things I tell young men, well, and young women as well, but the young men really need to hear this more, I think, is that you should be a monster. You know, because everyone says, well, you should be harmless, virtuous. You shouldn't do anyone any harm. You should sheath your competitive instinct. You shouldn't try to win. You know, you, you don't want to be too aggressive. You don't want to be too assertive. You want to take a back seat and all of that. It's like, no. Wrong. You should be a monster, an absolute monster, and then you should learn how to control it.
12: Do you know the expression, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war? Right,
11: right, exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly right. And so when I tell young men that, they think, well, lots of them are competitive. They're low in agreeableness, you know, because that's part of being competitive temperamentally. So because like, there's something wrong with being competitive, there's nothing wrong with it. There's something wrong with cheating. There's something wrong with being a tyrant. There's something wrong with winning unfairly. All of those things are bad, but you don't want people to win? What's the difference between trying to win and striving? You want to eradicate striving?
3: Buddy's a washed-up hippie turned yuppie. things I'd do different, if I could do them all over again. So his son has put him on trial. It's time to answer for your crimes. For the sins of his generation. Now it's time to erase those mistakes. So out with the old and in with the new. Growing old can be a painful experience. On the next Freddy's Nightmares. Saturdays at midnight on El Paso's fine nine. Charlie's a talk show host with a hot topic. Dreams that kill on the next Springwood Confidential. But he's got one tough critic. Forget the dream show. Why? He'll scare everybody away. And I won't have anybody to play with. Will Charlie's career be cut short? Big mouth talk show hosts. Do they deserve to live? Find out on Freddy's Nightmares. Saturdays at midnight on El Paso's Fine Nine. Hello? Hello. Please listen to this important message from the Financial
13: Hardship Loan Center. You qualify for a $36,000 financial hardship loan. Oh, This loan can be used for any purpose, yes. including paying off
2: debt G-
0: give or me unexpected
13: me now. bills. This applies for all residents. Bad credit is accepted.
2: All residents?
13: Please press 9 to
2: decline this offer. No. Gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Gimme, 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 gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Your call is being transferred with no time. time. recorded for quality assurance. 3600 Holy shit. Holy cock balls. $3,600? Gimme. G- can you... How do you give Your it to me? Your
13: call is being transferred with... Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling hardship loan center. Give me
2: $3,600.
13: You must have at least $10,000 of debt.
2: Wait. I got... debt
13: can include credit cards, medical bills, So if I have debt, you'll give
2: me 3600 If you would like to be removed from this list, press 9. Give me money. Give me, 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 give me.
0: Give me. Ooh. Hello? Hello. Debt 123. De- debt debt 123.
2: I heard you could give me 3600 five. But now technology
4: throws a curve. And the curve is that we live so long that we figure out what a scam this is. We figure out that what you're supposed to work for isn't worth having. We figure out that our politicians are buffoons. We figure out that professional scientists are reputation building grab tailing weasels. We discover that all organizations are corrupted by ambition. Um, You know, you get the picture. We figure it out. Well, then as intellectuals, and anybody who figures it out is an intellectual, believe me, because they're slinging the programming to push you the other way. So so then intellectuals, defined as people who figure it out, uh, discover that you are alienated. That's what figuring it out means. It means you understand that the BMW, the Harvard degree, whatever it is, that this is all baloney and manipulated and hyped and that mostly you have a bunch of clueless people who are figuring out which fork they should use. Uh, (laughs) But this position is presented as alienation and therefore somehow tinged with the potential for pathology, you know, it's a bad thing to be alienated. The the real hard choice that you're being pushed toward and that you might consider making before the yawning grave rings down uh, the curtain on this cosmic drama is actually intellectual responsibility, freedom, and uh, uh, a devotion to uh, what scientists call elegance of thought. You know, people say, well, how can you tell one theory from another and is science better than religion and this and that? Uh, After a lot of arm-waving, it should be conceded that the final call is aesthetic. That because we are monkeys, because we are so far from God, we we cannot set knowing the truth as the standard for choosing among the models we can produce, we must set our aesthetic compass towards the more true, what Wittgenstein called the the true enough, and then the question is, well, how do you, how do you recognize that?
5: Say, what
3: is it anyhow? I hear it's a kind of a gorilla. Gee, we got enough of them in New York.
2: So we're supposed to believe that people are living one way and secretly thinking the exact opposite? That's ridiculous. Let me tell you something, Miss Gutman. Doctor. Dr.
11: Gutman. Psychology might be great at cocktail parties, but it so happens that people were buying cigarettes before Freud was born. The issue here isn't why should people smoke, it's why should people smoke Lucky Strike? Uh, Suggesting that our customers have a... uh, what, what did you call it a death wish
2: i just don't see that on a billboard so what if readers digest says they're dangerous they also said bambi was the book of the century
4: there's no proof
3: there's conclusive proof that none
11: of these low tar low nicotine or filtration systems have any effect on the incidences of lung cancer
0: just give me the damn report
11: i think you'll find it very convincing oh i'm sure i will you're the one who found all of our medical testimonials in the first place it's true, Mr. Draper, but uh, Has anyone else seen this? Of course not. It's your account. Good. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm sorry, I just find your
4: whole approach perverse. Say,
3: I guess I love you.
7: Why, Jack, you hate women.
3: Lisa's babysitting for the burden. They're really nice folks, but kind of weird. And they only have two rules.
13: Make sure William is in bed by 10
3: o'clock. Under no circumstances are you to open this basement door. Lisa's got her work cut out for her. Batty cake, batty cake, Baker's man. Catch a babysitter fast as I can. On Freddy's Nightmares. Saturdays at midnight on El Paso's Fine 9. From debt-free America. Well, the reason
13: I'm is because after the economic shutdown, the FDCA is actually eliminating consumer credit card debt completely. Oh wow. So would you be interested in learning more about this program?
2: That sounds great.
13: Please hold just one second and let me get B to my senior manager.
2: Okay. 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 Hello. Hello. Hi, Hi. is this the senior manager? This is um, first, I want to thank you
13: for keeping your line open for me, and more importantly, for your patience today. Um, I'm a certified underwriting officer, leading your debt profile.
2: Yeah. Um, who am I speaking with today? My name is Nick the Rat. that you're here for financial relief, and in order for me to help you, would you like to share what kind of financial challenges you are facing right now? Uh, oil is very expensive, and that makes uh, mayonnaise cost a lot of money.
13: All right, no problem. We can definitely help you, and we are so unlike these banks. Why? Well, because we don't qualify our clients. Before. I mean, it doesn't even matter to us how bad your credit score is. We still help. Where banks try not to help, and they disqualify people by putting remarks and those marks are typically false. They don't even share all the great programs with you that can actually help you. Am I making sense to you? Yeah. What your total liability is in terms of debt.
2: Uh, I think it's like sixty-nine thousand dollars.
13: That are carrying a balance, or that you're even just making the minimum payment on, or have. High
2: balances each month well, I make about uh sixty dollars in donations a week uh and then I have giant corporate sponsorships, but uh my money situation right now is it's pretty tight. it sounds kind of like tight like your anus All righty, now
13: please go ahead and confirm your address so that you can view all the information that we find for yourself,
2: okay, yeah. I live at, uh, I live under, actually, uh, 420 um, 69th Street, Brooklyn, New York, 11209. How about your zip code? 11209. Are you slow? Okay, next I will
13: need you to verify your date of birth.
2: My date of birth... Uh, it was when my mother and father had sex, because I guess I was born as soon as that sweet, sweet rat jizz went into that rat vagina. So I'm gonna have to say it was it was some sometime in the 80s. It was like let's just say January 1st, 1980. <laughs> Bitch.
3: Joe is a down-and-out gambler. Got the money. And a down-and-out scientist. Nothing. Always nothing. Joe is, however, a first-class dreamer.
11: It's an intelligence signal. This is it! It's real!
3: But is he willing to bet his life? What a piece of the action. Find out on the next Friday's Nightmares. Saturdays at midnight on El Paso's Fine Nine.
12: Let those lines represent levels of energy, levels of vibration. Every frequency is connected to the one above and the one below. You may have seen this before, but I'll guarantee you, you probably aren't executing it as well as you could. Pay close attention. Everything is energy, everything vibrates. The law of vibration decrees that everything in the universe moves. We live in an ocean of motion. There is no such thing as staying where you are. You're either going ahead or you're going back. You're moving, makes no mistake about it. Every frequency is hooked up to the one above and the one below. Do you know what that really means? We're all connected. That's right. Now look it. Let's say that you're a phone. and we'll say, this is my phone. If we get on the same frequency, we can start communicating. Wouldn't matter where we are in the world, because I'm on your frequency. I can tap out a message to you. I can talk to you, I can send a picture to you. Why? Because we're on the same frequency. Simultaneously with me hitting send, you've got the picture. You could be on the other side of the world, you could be in Kiev, I could be here. Boom! You get it. Everyone knows this and damn near everyone has at least one phone. You know why? Because we're learning something about the laws of the universe. Now keep going. We seem to have a basic understanding of this when it comes to our phones. However, when it comes to our life, we get lost. We don't, we, don't, we don't take it beyond the phone level. Let's take it beyond the phone level. Let those lines represent levels of vibration. A level of vibration is referred to as a frequency. And we think on frequencies. Now this is, this is so important that you get this. Now, pay attention. You think on frequencies. That's the frequency you're thinking on. That's symbolic of the frequency you're thinking on. And that will dictate the results that you're going to get. This is real. I do this. Every day I do this. I have done it for years. I did it when I didn't even know what the hell I was doing. Most people don't know what they're doing. They just do it. That's where I am. That's where I want to go. I know where I am but that's where I want to go. You see, that's normal in life. You know where you are, but that's not, I want to go there. That's what I really want, doesn't matter where you are. And I'm going to do that as soon as I get the money. (laughs) This is where we get screwed up. I'm going to do that as soon as the kids are out of school. I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna get another degree, then I'll do that. I can't do that because of where I'm at, you understand? Well, you're waiting for the results to change and pretty soon the decision fades. and Before long, the goal, it goes where the decision went. What's the problem here? Well, here's the problem. You're thinking here on this frequency. You could compare this to an AM band on your radio. You're on that frequency and you're trying to get FM music. You're screwed, you'll never get it. They cannot broadcast FM music on an AM band. It won't work. You're thinking down there and you're saying, but I want to go up here. If you want to go up there, your mind and your thoughts must be focused on the same frequency of what you want. Listen. If nothing's created or destroyed, that means everything's already here. If not in one state, certainly in another. Nothing is created or destroyed. If you want to get that, you've got to understand that you've got to think on that frequency. And if you're going to do that, you've got to make a committed decision. See, you can make a decision and then you do it if it's convenient. When you make a committed decision, you're going to do it regardless. I don't care what the odds are. I don't care the fact that nobody's ever done it before. Doesn't matter to me that people have never stood on the top of that mountain. I'm going to the top of that sucker right now.
0: Welcome back to Nick
2: the Rat Radio. <coughs> Thank you, Servo, for all all that you do.
0: This is, uh... That's fun. I've got, like, a... A camera strapped to my head right now. <laughs> we Uh, we're
2: talking, I have to, is there any, Diane, is the phone line working? like the phone line is working. Uh, wow. This is, this is incredible. Hold on one second. Everybody. Hello, caller. Hey, hello from Spearfish. Oh my God, is this, is this Stillwater? Yeah, it's me. Oh, I'm so happy that uh, you 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 weren't speared.
5: You were spared. No,
8: no. It, 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 they aim the spears at fish because that's how they fish.
5: But
2: a fish in still water is bound to be killed. Well, the the
8: creek isn't very still a lot.
2: But you could you could be still it with your. Groovy way yeah,
8: true. True. Yeah, but there's no fun if there's no danger.
2: Well. There's, I think there's more fun if there's no danger. That's why I play video games. Yeah,
8: but, you know, carpal tunnel syndrome is still a danger. And if you go way too long, you know, especially if you're not, like, fresh out of the box like a little kid anymore. Yeah, there's still danger. There's still risk. There's always danger. There's always risk. And you know what? Fuck it. Put yourself in danger. That's the only way to become a more badass person. That's what leveling up's about.
2: uh, Do you work for the U.S. government? No. Because this sounds like uh, an advertisement for the Army.
8: No, it's just... Kind of makes sense in my video game logic, you know. Is you 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 level up a lot faster if you throw yourself at uh, the higher level stuff, you know, challenging yourself. If you stay in the lower level stuff, it'll take you forever to level up.
2: Uh, did you beat the the teen, teenage teenage Tur- mutant ninja turtle game yet? No, not
8: quite yet, but you know. I've been playing a lot of other games too.
2: What, what, have you what heard, are you heard of Cuphead? What?
8: Yeah, i i I also I also have Cuphead. Oh, Cuphead! Is, yeah,
2: Cuphead's been on for five years now, six.
8: Yeah, I you know I, I I I I haven't played it before, but now I I do. It's it's great. I I die every thirty seconds. It's phenomenal.
2: <laughs> you were like. TMNT is not giving me enough hurt. Let me bump that up.
8: It's like, it's like I go to TMNT when I want to feel like a badass. i just, you know, whooping ass and doing crazy stuff. And then uh, to keep my ego from getting too uh, big, you know, for, to keep my head from getting too big for my own body, I play Cuphead to, you know, put myself back in my place. It's a, it's a humbling video game. And it's like when you, when, you, when you pass a level, you have to earn it. And it's every single level. Even the very first level that you come across it is very challenging. You will die a lot before you pass it.
2: It's also humbling artwork,
8: too. Oh, I love the animation. That, that video game is cute. And fun, but is an asshole and I think everyone's had at least a couple exes like that.
2: Cute and fun assholes. Uh have you yeah. ever have you ever considered one of your exes to be a monster?
8: Uh no, I know that all of them were.
2: <laughs> have you ever thought of yourself as being a monster to one of your exes? Can you be yeah, a monster? Yeah,
8: probably not on purpose.
2: Well, nobody and I was always Nobody wants to be a
8: monster. You know, when you're kids, you're going you're going to end up hurting each other. No Call, have you, you
2: have you ever wanted to be a monster? Yes,
8: when I was a small child, I wanted to be Godzilla.
2: I wanted to because be he a, was a the turtle. king of the monsters. I wanted
5: to be a 6 foot tall
2: diesel-ass turtle. That could do karate. You know what?
8: That's here. the monsters we need around
2: here, you know. We need some turtles.
8: You, know, you know, going back to what monsters are, I think I know of one that's very subtle because it hits physical, it's very small, but definitely telepathic. This is known as the earworm. Now, this monster, it's, it usually chooses some sort of victim for an extended a period of time, and it follows that uh, person or creature around, and just off in the distance, it will play the same song over and over and over again, but not the whole song, just the hook on Call repeat.
2: Caller, caller, caller. Stillwater. Yeah, yeah. Blimey the Elder. The what? Pliny the Elder? Pliny?
8: I have no idea what that is. You don't know who...
2: I thought you told me who Pliny the Elder was. Did okay, I really? Maybe. It might have been okay. you. It might not have been you. But <laughs>
8: there, might, there might also be things that Drunk Me knows that High Me doesn't. Really? In the same that way that, that High Me... Knows things that drunk me doesn't know, and sober me knows none of
2: this. Okay, well let me at read you uh, the Wikipedia excerpt for him. Okay. And I just if it maybe it'll rejigger re- your brain.
8: It'll jiggle the handle of my mind.
2: It might. It might not. But I could. I could almost bet. Thirty. All right, let's try to wriggle that handle. Let's do this. Thirty pennies that you told me. You were the first person to tell me. Like I think I learned about him from you. Really? I do think. Wow. This,
8: this is amazing. I'm going to learn from you something that you learned from, from other you. part of me.
2: Possibly <laughs> an un a drunk or stone you. Uh, playing the yelled very
8: different people, by the way. <laughs> wow,
2: really? Do you have yeah. two? Uh, do you have two driver's licenses? No,
8: no, no. Both. Um, it, it's just a, an occasion when I get twisted. Uh, I I do the schmiegel thing for a laugh. Yeah,
2: but you wouldn't not you wouldn't know about some philosopher guy and then forget about him because you were. Uh, yeah, drugs. I would. There's a lot
8: of philosophers out there, and I've read a lot of it, and I can't remember very much of it at all. It, it just kind of depends on some sort of uh, external si- stimuli that will remind me of something, and then I'll talk about it for a second. All right, I'm going to test you. And then after i talked about it, I, I'll forget about it immediately. So I, don't, because... I don't trust
2: you. I don't trust you. I'm going to test you right now. When, okay. when was Pliny the Elder born? What year?
8: I have no idea.
2: Guess. He's Guess? Pliny, Pliny the Elder. Pliny
8: the Elder. When did I talk about this? Even I don't remember this at all. When was he born?
2: <laughs> when was Pliny the Elder born? Oh. Guess a year.
8: 18-something-be-something Eight, something for all I know.
2: I don't know anything about this guy. I don't know what to tell you. Right, he's Greek. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you he's Greek, and his real name, his not his stage name, his real name is, is Gayass uh, Anus Secundus.
7: All
2: right, I'll just tell okay. like you. He was popular on the playground. AD 23 to
8: 79. That's his... It would be the, the, the CE. Uh, we use CE now, the common era. Oh, so I you don't know do why. know who Yeah, they, so they, they do changed instead of, Because instead of BC, it, it, which used to mean before Christ, now it's BCE, which is before
2: the common era. The common era cha- or era?
8: Yeah. Uh, well, it is kind of the same, right? But anyway, that's that's what scholars go by now. Common? Yeah, the wow. Common Era, which is what the year 2022 is, is 20, the year 2022 of the Common Era. And then, uh, the, the BC stuff is now BCE, which is before the Common Era.
2: What I will say, Stillwater, I will say there are seasons, and there seems to be... Four per year maybe two uh,
8: yeah that sounds about right.
2: but there do, there, <laughs> there do seem to be year there do seem to be a cold yes. and a hot
8: yes ultimately it doesn't matter as long as we're on the same page of what day what month and what year it is and you know at least we can t- keep track of our shit still what
2: would you be yeah. scared would you be scared of an anarchy. No. <laughs> Don't be scared, Nick the Rat. Do you think an anarchy could be. exist? Do you think there could be an existence of society without a government?
8: Well, yes, because that happened before. In fact, it was called Before Civilization. Where did the humans come from? We'll figure it out. And the best thing is to take every strike one at a time you know when you're caught in the weeds take care of it one weed at a time
2: wait so is there an after common error in ace
8: it could be uh but we haven't got there yet so why would we know about it
2: oh we're like the mid error where we are in the error we are
8: in the I mean if time is infinite, we're kinda always in the middle, right? Is
2: time in I don't know how long.
8: Yeah, it goes forwards and backwards infinitely. And so we are always in the exact
2: middle. Do you think uh do you think that I'm lying to you about this gay ass elder?
8: Why that thought hadn't crossed my mind once this whole time. Well that's cool.
2: Oh, do you believe in monsters? Dude, I
8: saw dude, I saw a double rainbow today. What? Really? Yeah. It was really cool. It was it was it was just in town here too. Um it didn't exactly. even rain that long, but since the rain was coming down kind of around sunset, the you know, it, it was just the perfect conditions and yeah, there it was, double rainbow. That had been the cool too, thing was, uh... Like like when you look at the main uh rainbow, it, it kind of went from um like the war- like the the colder colors to the warmer colors, so it would be like the 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 blue the purple the red and or and and green and whatever. Um but then the, the other rainbow was the like it was mirroring it? It was really cool. It was just like the reverse of that. It was so cool.
2: It was it was a, a moistured uh, air sector. Oh yes, like two the hills distances. were
8: moist today. You had a lot oh, of visual
2: range, right? It was downright balmy, but you had a visual range. <laughs> you didn't have buildings in front of you or a mountain, right? It was like a. You had, no, it was um,
8: it was a, a couple buildings sky. and then and then the rainbows and then lookout mountain. I wish I'd taken a like I had a really really high end photographer's camera to take of it because it would have looked awesome.
2: It's hard to take pictures of rainbows and light.
8: I don't know. I'm not a photographer. You'd have to ask someone who's uh, uh, done that before.
2: What are you?
8: What, what what's any of us i mean i, I cook, well, some people are I, photographers
2: I, I, huh um uh what do you nerd out about what what do you uh what do you do that you don't have to do a lot what do you I know like about? i like
8: analyzing stories and i like looking at artwork and i like uh, listening to jokes and i like listening to music you know, and I like looking at all of those kinds of things and that extends into food and uh other oddball stuff because i I think that the real magic in the world is when you hit those uh notes right you know when you when you get the perfect song, it will send goosebumps up your spine. that's fucking magic
2: do you know what when you Here's the
8: best story of your life. You can think of it years later and it might make you laugh or it might bring a tear to your eye and it might do both. That's fucking magic.
7: Caller, do
2: you want to know what magic sounds like? What?
0: Caller. Caller? I'm having a synth
2: vibe, Yezher.
3: picture history see george lazenby as the architect i tell you this building is unsafe barbara radnitz as the nurse Roberts as the governor
12: governor the city's in flames. The National Guard's powerless to deal with the situation The dam is threatening to burst the airport has been seized by terrorists and the nuclear power plants about to blow in second governor What are we going to do?
3: Donald Sutherland as the clumsy waiter
5: Certain death, but
1: I've got to. For Helen's sake, but Larry! Oh Jesus! Leave her. Come back
5: to Montana with me. I can no sooner run away from her than myself. I'm not asking you to run. I'm asking you to face reality. reality?
13: Yours or mine? My reality and yours. That's who.
12: What are you saying? Leave her.
13: Come back to
4: Montana with me.
12: I can no more run away from her than I can run away from myself. I'm not
4: asking you to run.
3: Face reality. Who's reality, yours or mine?
4: My reality and yours.
12: That's whose.
3: What are you saying?
12: Larry, we're going now. Who's game? You know damn well who's game.
11: Larry, we're starting the engines.
3: You will never forget. That's Armageddon.
7: You know damn well what I'm saying!
2: Night, everybody. It's two in the morning. I'm tired. I have a lot more to say about monsters and plenty and noseless people that die from bad smells. I mean mouthless. Anyway, let's let's go to bed. It's it's fucking late. Let's have a a little nightcap with ale and antidotes and pff, pff, Darren Curtis. I'll see you guys next week. <sighs> sleep the unraveling is happening good night everybody I'll see you next week bye
1: No escape. I'm God's only man. June 8th. My life has taken another turn again. The days move along with regularity over and over, one day indistinguishable from the next. A long continuous chain. And suddenly, there is a chain. Oh,
7: yeah.